How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend that I don't, right? <laughs> hold now. it in, hold And our current faves. In. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. And I'm so pleased to say we are finally in Eurovision Fortnite. The Eurovision Song Contest of 2022 is less than two weeks away. How exciting is that? I'm James, by the way, here with you as always. But unfortunately, Rob's not around. He was meant to be, but he's not turned up. I sent him a message earlier on and he hasn't replied. So I thought I'd give him a call. And we can together find out where he is. So let me dial him up and, and, and see if he answers. Hello. Hi, Rob. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you there? Oh, was it James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're meant to be doing the podcast. Ah, um, I'm in Turin. Already. Yeah. Yeah. Something's come up. We spoke on last week's podcast and you weren't meant to be going out till next week. Yes. Um, I'll tell you about it in a bit, shall I? Yeah. Let's, let's find out what on earth is going on on this week's episode of the Eurotrip. As you know, Alessandro always said, take it away. Hi. We are Davi Magnet, and you're listening to Eurotrip. I don't close any doors. I love Eurovision. I love Eurovision, and it will always be a part of me. That night, I found myself live on Russian state television for, for Russia's Song for Europe. I said to Joe, send BBC Teenage Life 
maybe two weeks later, I was at a press conference and I was on Making Your Mind Up. Everyone was like, Eldar, come, celebrate with us. The end of filming, they put honey on my face and I needed to be, you know, sexy with this honey on my face. Hi there, my name is Martin Estadal. I am the executive supervisor of the Eurovision Song Contest. You are listening to Eurotrip. So hello and welcome to the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast with me, Rob. Me, James. And this week, while things are a little bit different than normal, we will still be hearing from even more of the Eurovision class of 2022. And we will also explain why things are a little bit different and why on earth Rob is in Turin. But we'll kick off today's episode by chatting with We Are Dommy in the next chapter of our We Are Dommy diary. It's been a while since we last caught up with them. Things have been flying around or things have been they have been flying around here there and everywhere they've been doing all the pre-parties they've been doing loads of press events so life has been busy for the Czech trio so we'll be catching up with them three about what life's been like since we last caught up with them I noticed you dropped the uh, the brackets from the We Are Dommy diary there yeah I, I should have we should have dropped the brackets from the very start Robin you know that just as well as I do yeah fair enough fair enough so we've got the Czech trio as James named them coming up in a little while with another edition of the Dommy Diary but we will also be heading to Estonia because I caught up with Stefan he's of course representing Estonia at this year's Eurovision Song Contest with his song Hope and I caught up with him just before he hopped on his plane from Tallinn to join me here in Turin and also, one of our podcast favourites, Cornelia Jacobs, returns. We were her very first interview before Melody Festival in 2022. We were the last people to speak to her before she went on stage at the grand final of Melfest this year. And then we were one of the last people to speak to her after that incredible victory in Stockholm back in March. So we'll be bringing her back to the podcast to find out how she is preparing to perform on stage in Turin. So we've got all that and more to come. You're listening on Acast, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This is the Eurotrip. So here we go then, another episode of the Eurotrip. And we are just, I can't believe we're saying this now, less than a week away from the very first show of Eurovision 2022. Six days, in fact, until we'd be switching on the TV and hearing those words. Let the Eurovision Song Contest begin how exciting is that rob i can't believe we're i can't believe we're nearly here but i am of course here already yeah i think we need to dive into that what on earth is going on well should we give people an idea of where i'm recording this podcast from so i'm coming to you from the floor of the moroccan oil uh hair and beauty lounge inside the Paralympico, of course, the host venue of this year's Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> We've already mentioned the Czech trio We Are Domi. Uh, they're currently doing a bit of press over my left-hand shoulder. And I am very much indeed uh, in Turin. You've asked why? Yeah, the arena for you, you weren't meant to be there for a few more days. It's a very different setting from your usual haunts of your, your flat in London. Yeah, there's a little bit more space in the <laughs> Paralympico than there is in uh, in my flat back in West London. Uh, yeah, so I'm here uh, basically because uh, I got a phone call on Saturday uh, to ask whether or not, and this was a, a wonderful phone call to receive, uh, whether or not I would uh, be able to help out and indeed host uh, an episode of the official Eurovision podcast. <laughs> Which is just a crazy phone call to receive. 
I certainly was. So it resulted in a 4am taxi from my flat this very morning. So we're speaking on, on Tuesday uh, to get me out here to Turin. I've had about two and a half hours sleep in the last 24 hours. I'm not sure these words are going to come out in the right order for the remainder of this episode, but I am delighted to be here. It's incredible to be in Turin, but I just want you to get here, to be honest. I'm a little bit lonely without you. I was going to say, for a moment, I thought you were just going to leave me and the rest of our listeners, and it would just have to be James Rose Eurotrip, which most people probably wouldn't switch on for. Let's put it that way. I think either you're doing yourself a disservice. I would never do that, of course. You know, I don't want you to think that my ego is now too big for the Euro trip now that I've done an episode of, of the official Eurovision podcast. But James, if, if you will allow me a plug, um, after you've maybe listened to this episode, if you could tune in to the official Eurovision whoa, podcast, whoa, 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 whoa. which is also out today, uh, you might find out what I've been up to. <laughs> I don't know about that. It, well, Actually, don't tune out just now. If you listen to this one, then I do give you permission to go away and listen to Rob's other little small podcast that he's doing. What was it called again? <laughs> I think it's called the Official Eurovision Podcast. I think that's what it's called. Oh, well, search that in your podcast feed. You might, you might be able to find it. I don't know. I don't know. This is the Euro Trip. When you aren't listening, you can find us on social media. We're at Eurotrip Podcast. Warming you up for the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, this is the Eurotrip. Me in Turin, rather unexpectedly, but at least now you, you know why. James, you back at home, but we've said it already, you are coming out here very, very soon. Yep, I'll be joining you on Saturday, as planned, ready to kickstart our entire week of Eurovision coverage, daily podcast. It's going to be a busy time for us next week. I will be there. You know I will. I won't let you down. I'm very excited for what we've got planned for Turin. And by then, hopefully I'll know a few haunts. I'll be that really annoying tourist that'll be like, oh, well, James, I've actually had pizza somewhere before. Uh, We should go there. (laughs) Or I was speaking to a man and they said that we should go there. Like I'm going to be that person, just so you're aware. That's fine. If I get my own personal tour guide, count me in. And actually, talking of which, I learned earlier that uh, Lumix off of Austria this year, who you may remember we had a bones pit with last week, he nicked mm. the name Eurotrip for some sort of ticket competition. Um, apparently, he lived in Turin for a few months, and he's been offering the other artists kind of recommendations and tips for where to go for dinner and stuff while they're here. Oh, wow. You need to find out. You need to speak to him and see if he's going to do a personalised tour for the rest of the artists on the day off. <laughs> What Lumix is going to hire a minibus, and he's going <laughs> to actually he'll need more than a minibus, won't he? He'll have to hire an entire coach, one of those double deckers with the open top roofs, and he gets to drive it round and speak to them on the little intercom. Oh, that'd be nice. And Pia Maria can do; uh, she can do some songs while while they're driving around. It'd be nice. Oh, honestly, you you go and find out if that's going to happen, or if we've just well, I was, was going to say whether we've just made it up. Yes, I think we have just made it up. <laughs> it's definitely not going to happen. Definitely not going to happen. One thing that is going to happen, though, is we are finally going to conclude the saga that has been the We Are Dommy Diary. More popular than Game of Thrones, I've heard. (laughs) Yeah, we kicked this off in January, didn't we? They were the first artist of 2022 that we spoke to here on the podcast. And we thought they were so much fun. We gave them an offer. We said, how about you come back every single month as you prepare for the Eurovision Song Contest in Turin to tell us about how your preparations are going? How have the pre-parties been? What have the planning stages been like for your outfit? 
all that sort of thing. So we've been in depth, we've found out everything, but we've just got one more chapter to do as we've reached the month of May. And isn't it perfect that the we are Domi Dorians with a chat with them in the arena after their first rehearsal at the Eurovision Song Contest. I was at the back of the green room watching them rehearse earlier on. So I caught up with Benjamin, Dominica and Casper and I asked what that experience had been like walking on the Eurovision stage for the first time and of course everything that had happened in between. So Benjamin, Casper, Dominica, it is lovely to see you in person for the final edition of the We Are Domi Diary. Uh, Thanks for having us in person. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's super nice, especially since we recognize your voice so well. It's super nice to do these interviews and not stare at the screen, you know. It's mm. nice to be in the beautiful Turin and being face to face. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, your beautiful face. <laughs> I was like, but it is cute. beautiful as well, That's though. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It means a lot. Am I taller than you were expecting? That was something that I asked you before. I mean, I'm, I am quite tall, but on a Zoom call, that doesn't often come across. I don't well, know. I, I, feel pr- I feel like I'm a tall girl. I and didn't I, expect no. anything, really. About I had, no. Yeah, I didn't have... I didn't think about your height. I mean, you've had a lot of other things to think about today, yeah. to be fair. We should focus on the first rehearsal because we were just thinking, how tall is he? Like, <laughs> how, how, how tall? We see Rob later. Is that him? Oh, my, he is tall. <laughs> So let's, before we talk about, of course, the incredible day that today has been, all roads literally have been leading to Turin. You're finally here. What are your impressions of the city now you're here? Does it live up to your expectations? Yeah, or, or we haven't seen too much of the city, but uh, the first rehearsal or how everything is kind of coming together, standing there, seeing our choreography, seeing the nests we built and the um, the big screens, like just seeing everything coming together is so nice. You kind of see the product of working really hard for those six months. So yeah, no, it was absolutely amazing standing there. I really enjoyed it, even though there was no one watching it. <laughs> I agree, but also we had pizza yesterday. <laughs> and, um, twice. Twice. No, I, three times. Oh my God. Oh, please tell me it was breakfast, lunch and dinner. It, w- it was kind of breakfast and then it was dinner and then it was late, supper. Late dinner. Supper, yeah. 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 Um, but we, we did take a walk yesterday in Turin and like uh, it's very Italian. It is. Yeah. It is very. Uh, pizza toppings, by the way, did we change them every meal or go for the same toppings? What did we do? Uh, well, we went to this place where you can buy slices. So uh, yeah, we had a bit of everything, but we, me and Casper like spicy pizza and we haven't really found that spicy pizza yet. So, which is good because we can keep eating pizza until we find it. Exactly. So much for Eurovision body. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you said that nobody was watching your rehearsal today. That's not true. I was sat at the back of the uh, sat at the back of the green room amongst all the plants. How much fun is that going to be, by the way, to sit among the the real life green room in the semi final? I was more excited about the waterfall situation. I was like, "Huh, this is a thing," and I will not stage dive. I promise. To my delegation. <laughs> <laughs> delegation now looking over shadily. Like, do not do it. <laughs> do not. I'm like a dog that like sees water. I'm like, oh, oh, water? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. But for me, like, it was an incredible surprise what you were doing because the staging was so not what I was expecting, but it's incredible. 
my favourite bit, and I appreciate this is the bit that probably took the least amount of thought, but I love it so much, is the fact that you guys are almost all matching. Like you've got your your, your, your outfits are almost like on point, perfect, all matching. What have we got? We've got like purples and oranges and whites. Can we say that? We can say that at least. We can yeah. definitely. I yeah, think we yeah, can yeah, say yeah. that because there's pictures and all that. Yeah. I was actually kind of like wait people are gonna see it before we actually go on tv so i was kind of confused but i understand like that we have to do content eurovision wants to get it out so many people watch so i get it but i was kind of like oh i don't want people to see it because i was we put a lot of work into um or our our designer put a lot of work into it and i kind of wanted to make it a surprise but that's not the situation so yeah um shout out to jan cherny that is a designer from Czech Republic. Uh, yeah, a young a young designer. And uh, yeah, we actually like put it together, which I was kind of worried about, even though we have a lot of time, but you know, I'm quite an indecisive person. So I was like, oh yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe let's do this and this, but it, it, ended, it ended up being really cool. And I think we all feel comfortable in it. Yeah, because we were really clear that we wanted some sort of jumpsuit look. And uh, yeah, that's what we got pulled together. And Domi has this sort of jumpsuit, yes. like uh, with a nice corset. top corset. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we were really clear that. <laughs> Sorry, that was such a male female thing. That was great. Nice top corset. It's a corset. <laughs> nice top. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but basically, what I what I wanted um, was that I first of all. Uh, I want to kind of like bottoms to be a bit more like masculine and, and the top to be more feminine. So, you know, like a bit of boob, but not too much boob. <laughs> but also so I can feel like comfortably move around and not be scared about like flashing or something. The perfect Turin weeknight look. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And of course, since for us always this song, we don't, because some people write music and think in colors. We don't. But uh, this song has always been a bit purple for us, so mm. it was important for us to have purple in the costume as well. Actually, is it called costume, I think or been, is that like what you were in Carnival? Yeah. Outfit, outfit, outfit. I've outfit. definitely been just like slowly planting it in your heads, though, because purple looks good with my green eyes. So I've always been saying purple because of, I don't know if that's actually me. No, I think I might have planted it in your mm-hmm. brain's little seed. <laughs> that's why we've been using a purple heart on in our socials for months now that's as well. true I think I started hands. that though so you've been dropping the easter eggs is that what the kids call them I think the kids call them easter eggs yeah. I don't know I'm not a kid anymore and the benefit of the, uh, the, the outfits as well in the jumpsuits peak comfort I imagine are they comfy? yeah, yeah. no what I really really like I started going to the gym when we got announced to go to Turin and I did it a few times and then I was like nah come on and I'm so happy that this uh, outfit doesn't show that too much <laughs> yeah I also tried to go on a diet but I'm ordering pizza every week like I, I think I've gained since gained so much weight since I decided to lose weight for Eurovision <laughs> you've still got to find the spicy pizza so that's something else you've got to do so I know you guys have got to rush off but very last question from me in this episode we're also going to hear from Stefan and I do ask him about that swim in the sea in Tel Aviv so how was that for you guys? Oh, I love Stefan yeah he's the first person we met on this journey like from the other countries so we're a big fan of Stefan mm-hmm. um, yeah that happened I don't really know what else yeah, to yeah, say we were, was... we were in Tel Aviv and it was a 15 kilometer long beach line and it was 32 degrees but we had so much on the program when we were there so we never got to swim until like midnight on the <laughs> second day so we went out swimming at midnight, played some volleyball with uh, like five, six other countries. So it was such a great night and nice yeah. bonding moment for all of us. Well, if you both qualify, maybe let's recreate it in the fountain in front of the stage <laughs> after the semi-final, <laughs> ahead of the final. I'm, yeah. I'm so down. I'm so down. I'm down for that. Guys, it has been 
wonderful to follow your journey for the last few months. Brilliant to find out what you are doing on stage that we can't talk about, that I've seen. That's very exciting when everybody does see it in full. But all the best of luck as well. And we hope you do the very best. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is the Euro Trip. Well, there it is. That was the final chapter of the open bracket, we are close bracket, Dommy Diary. Oh, it's so great to chat to them again here on the podcast. And like we do for all the artists of 2022, we wish them the very best of luck for next week's semi-final. Uh, Rob is still there with me. I think he is at least anyway. I think he's got up off the floor in the random part of the Palo Olimpico that he was in Turin a little bit earlier on. Rob, where are you? Yeah, I have got off the floor, mainly because I've got cramp, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm in the Moroccan oil area of the Palo Olimpico, so that's where I was earlier on. I've just stood up, but this is where the artists come, they do a bit of press and promo, they get their hair done and their makeup done. It's it's all very lovely, but it's, uh, it's emptying out a little bit now, because this is the end of another long day of rehearsals. But do you want me to have a bit of a wander and see what else I can find in, in this kind of behind the scenes part of the arena oh yes please we were so used to doing our trek to turin but maybe now you can take us on a trek of turin i mean turin's quite big i mean it was it's a 40 minute walk from the hotel i'm staying into the arena so i mean that'd be a long episode in itself (laughs) take us on a tour of where you are right now try and paint a picture of what it all looks like i know it's starting to empty out it's a little bit quiet but what can you see what's the feel what's the energy like Okay, well, it's quite late at night, but there are still a few acts hanging around. So I'm going to leave the the Moroccan oil part of the arena now. Oh, there's a big cheer. What's going on there? That's We Are Dommy getting an applause. That's nice, isn't it? From all of the staff here at the arena, we're in what's called the delegation bubble at the moment. So this is where all the delegations come and hang out after they've performed, sometimes before they've performed. And there's all sorts of things for them to do, as well as the usual promo and press and stuff like that. So... There's a pinball table in here, which is very, very nice. We've seen a lot of the artists and, and Lithuanian television. They were on there earlier on. And then we've got a football table as well, which I know We Are Domi were having a go on before they did their rehearsals. Also, Jeremy from Belgium, big fan of the uh, of the table football table. So that's getting a lot of love from the Eurovision artists. And then, James, you'll be pleased to hear, a bit of food on the left-hand side. Oh, of course, uh, it always comes back to food when it's with Rob. It does, although bad news for the day. That's like they're packing up, and I've not had my dinner yet, so that doesn't go well, does it? And uh, my friends on the table that I was sat with, they've all gone home as well. So things are emptying out here. But yeah, when Eurovision is in full swing, this is where you're going to find all your artists hanging out, all your your kind of delegations, head of delegation and, and record labels and that sort of thing. This is where they'll come and, and chill out ahead of the contest and the screens everywhere, so they can watch all the performances. It's just a very nice place to be. Oh, what a lovely little tour that was. Now, I want to know one thing. Is there going to be some sort of leaderboard for any of these games you on about before? You said there's a pinball machine, this table football. Is there going to be like a big competition for all of the artists, do you reckon? I don't know if there's going to be one, you know. I really don't know if there's going to be one. I only say that because Lithuanian television have basically been stealing the table from everybody else. I haven't seen anyone else get to play on the pinball table. The football table, though, maybe we can get some sort of tournament going let's do that we'll we'll pop that in the notes and we'll see if we can make that happen at some point over the next couple of weeks or so but rob shall we get to another chat with another one of the artists of 2022 yeah have you forgotten who it is uh no i was just going to give you the grand introduction (laughs) since you were the one who spoke to them 
Yeah, absolutely. This was a man that I missed yesterday because obviously I arrived at the press centre on Tuesday. He rehearsed on Monday. This is all very confusing given you're probably listening on Wednesday. But I'm talking about Stefan from Estonia, one of the loveliest men from the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. Of course, he's singing Hope, that kind of Wild West inspired song in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. A lovely guy. Anyway, I caught up with him before he flew out here to Turin and here's what happened when we chatted. Stefan, thank you so much for chatting to us. Just to start, how do you reflect on your your Eurovision 2022 story so far? It's like I'm living a dream because when I was young, I was I was uh, looking at the TV, watching this Eurovision show, and thinking that wow, it's it's so huge, and I can't imagine what pressure are they experiencing right now and soon i'll be in turin experiencing the same thing i think you were four years old or three years old i think i worked out when estonia won the eurovision in 2001 i assume you don't remember when estonia won the eurovision <laughs> sadly no but i know Donel, Donel padar and uh, dave benton they're uh, they are really really talented people there's such a, a special relationship with the Estonian people and Esti Lau. You know, you mentioned, of course, you, you've done Esti Lau four times. You've won it this year. I was talking to, to Anna Celine earlier on this week about about Esti Lau, of course, and she also oh. took yeah, she also took part this year, and she sends her regards to you as well. I told her I was going to be chatting to you, so, <laughs> Thank so you. she says hello. But there is such a special connection, isn't there, with Esti Lau and the Estonian people? It seems like a great show to be part of. It is. It, it, it's a big deal for Estonians, especially for Estonian artists, because uh, it is a very, very big show in Estonia and uh, everyone uh, wants to be part of that. So for me, it means so much that I get to represent Estonia, that people voted for me in Estonia. Uh, it is very important for me. Since your since your win in Estilal, you have been very very busy. I think I saw you in Sweden when you performed at one of the pre parties before Melody Festival, and you know you've also been in Spain and, and Israel and Amsterdam, yeah. you know, all sorts of places. But you seem to have made loads of friends along the way. Tell me about that nighttime dip in the sea in Tel Aviv with the guys <laughs> with the guys from We Are Domi. It is so great that we we get to experience, uh, not experience, but get to see each other before we go to Eurovision. It is good because now that we go to Turin, we are like old friends already. And uh, as you might have seen, we already went uh, swimming <laughs> together. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a really fun night. We enjoyed uh, Tel Aviv. How are you feeling about about Eurovision right now? Because you've got a song that you know that you can be proud of. So tell us a little bit about how you feel about performing that song, about performing Hope on stage in Turin, and and what you're especially looking forward to. When you started to tell me that, I started to imagine this moment when I'll be on the stage and singing Hope. I feel that uh, this this will be very, very huge moment for me because Hope is a very, very, not just a great song for me. It, it has a strong message. And uh, especially right now, we, we need hope 
we need to stay strong we need uh, we need to stay united and uh, we need we need that hope for a better future i'm so glad that when i'll be on stage this song is like uplifting and uniting people and it, it will give uh, definitely another like uh, vibe to it are you looking forward to surprising people people that that may see you perform hope they may hear the song for the very first time in that second semi-final are you looking forward to surprising people because hope might not sound like a song that a country like estonia would send to eurovision yes you're uh, right it's not uh, a song that estonia would send but i think it's uh, it's not the most important part uh, most important is uh, that uh, I am Stefan and uh, I wanted to write this song and I'll be in the moment and uh, I'll be telling a story. I'll be telling my message with the song. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what surprises uh, will I'll be doing there. Are you going to have your eyes on a couple of other countries at this year's Eurovision, of course, because I know that we've got Armenia, of course, at this year's Eurovision Song Contest. I know your parents, right. are, your parents are from Armenia. So are you looking forward to seeing how they get on? Of course. Uh, well, when we were watching uh, Eurovision uh, in Estonia uh, with my family, we always rooted for Armenia and Estonia. But uh, because of... Uh, that we were living in Estonia, we couldn't vote for Estonia. So we always voted for Armenia. So I hope that uh, this time Armenia will do well and we'll see in, fin on, in the finals. And I don't know if you're going to have a, a, special, uh, a special place in your heart for, for Ukraine song this year, because of course their song is called Stefania. I don't know, your sister is My called sister, Stefania. That's right. <laughs> Of course, yeah, that was a uh, sweet surprise. It's uh, yeah, it's a couple of songs that I'm sure you'll you'll have your eye on, Stefan. Before I let you go, I'm desperate to ask you this question. I don't know if anyone's asked you this question yet. What's it like having a birthday on Christmas Eve? <laughs> uh, you, someone done his research, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll say. It's not ideal because usually people who are my close friends are busy at uh, Christmas Eve because they're usually with their families. So I can't celebrate my real birthday with my close friends. And, and do, do people try and get you one present for both Christmas and your birthday? Do they part try and just get you one present rather than two? Those who do that, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care if they, yeah, we don't care if they vote for you. They, we can forget them. Stefan, before I let you go, I just want to give you the opportunity to, to give a message to anyone who, who may have the chance to vote for you in, in the second semi-final. They may have the chance to vote for you on the 12th of May. What would you like to say to them? I would thank them in advance. <laughs> Thank you, guys, because uh, if you really feel that I am worthy of going to the finals and uh, worthy of singing my song again, I would, I would be so thankful for you guys. Stefan, thank you so much for speaking to us on the Eurotrip. It's been brilliant to have you. We hope you have the best time in Turin and good luck. Thank and, you. And we hope we see you in the final as well. Thank you very much. 
Don't forget, you can get in touch with us on social media. We're at Eurotrip Podcast. A big thanks to Stefan for speaking to Rob just before he hopped on a flight to Turin for Eurovision 2022. Now, while we were listening to that, Rob, you got distracted. You got called over by somebody which you thought was going to be for an interview, but turned out to be for something different. Yes, indeed. I've got some birthday cake because, of course, I forgot that Dominica, that we spoke to earlier on from We Are Domi, it's her birthday. Oh, so hold on. You said you forgot. So did she give you a slice of cake and you just said, oh, thanks. And you didn't actually say happy birthday. Well, no, it was embarrassing because obviously I'd already done the interview that you've just heard on the podcast. And then we then ended up her giving me the cake. And then I had to be like, oh, no, I I didn't wish you happy birthday earlier. Sorry about that. It looks like a lovely cake. It does. It's it's got some food on top as well, as well as chocolate. So it's a bit of a a bit of a mixed bag. Got some jam, some chocolate, some raspberry, some black currant. It's lovely. That's I mean, currently that's my dinner because, as you heard before, uh, the the food uh, here has shut while I'm speaking (laughs) to you. So this is this is currently going to be dinner. I hope the artists are going to get some nicer dinner than that. I know there's still a few of them mulling around. So have you got some special treatment? Do you reckon that you don't get? I don't know, but I will be following them down the corridor to see if they end up near a kitchen that I haven't been told about yet <laughs> later on. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah, you mentioned there are still a few of the artists milling about. Uh, one of them is Cornelia Jacobs, podcast favourite here on the Eurotrip. Yeah, so excited to have her back. As I mentioned before, this is going to be her one, two, three, fourth appearance here on the Eurotrip across the Eurotrip and Melfest Monday. We've both spoken to her, haven't we, Rob? And she's just such a delight to speak to, isn't she? No, she absolutely is. And you're going to hate what I'm about to say, by the way. Not this bit. So I'm going to say, I agree with everything you've said. It's been so lovely to chat to Cornelia over the last few months and follow her journey, whether that was before Melfest or in Melfest or after she won Melfest. But James, I was lucky enough to chat to Cornelia for the official Eurovision podcast. Ah, okay. So, you, so you've dumped the Eurotrip, and you've, 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 you're going to swan off to this other this other podcast. I will take what I can get, quite frankly. <laughs> Whether that's this cake or whether that's an interview with Cornelia Jacobs. But like a director's cut, what you're going to hear some of now are the unseen bits, the unheard chat that me and Cornelia have. Because we managed to chat for, for quite a long time. You can hear a longer version of that interview on, so I'll say it again, the official Eurovision podcast uh, that's also out today, out on Wednesday. Anyway, <laughs> but... Here's some of what else happened when me and Cornelia had a chat, because I know how much you, our dear listeners, love hearing from her here on the podcast. What's it like when you go on social media and you see, you know, I've seen people who have done amazing fan art of yourself, they've made pin badges, they've done all sorts, and it's all for you because they love you and they love Hold Me Closer. So as an artist, what's that like to see that level of support? It's quite unreal, to be honest. Um... I can't really understand it, um, and I've probably uh, missed like I've probably missed some of it because it's been such a crazy schedule uh, since we won in Melody Festivalen. Um, so I I haven't been on social media too much, uh, but I really try to keep up with everything because it's crazy things happening there right now, and I'm I'm so uh, blessed by all this love. Um, it's crazy. It's yeah. I, I'm. It's hard to grip, kind of. Yeah. 
one thing that I saw watching your rehearsal from the back of the green room this afternoon was that fans will see that the performance you give in Eurovision is, is quite similar to that mm. that they saw in Melody Festival. And was that very deliberate? I felt like uh, the, the, the performance was just what I wanted it to be. Um, and uh, it, it, it really mirrored my vision and, and mirrored the the sound I like I think it it marries in a way like the, what you see and what the sound like the song sounds like uh, so I didn't feel like changing much but we had to change a few things since the stage looks very different um, so we have more trying to keep as much as possible uh, but still moving it to this big crazy stage is it the same disc Yes, it's the same. It's the same one. Yes, 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 yes. They've traveled it from Sweden weeks ago. So they've even like rehearsed with my stand-in. They have rehearsed with the, the original. What? Where's that disc going to go after Eurovision? In a museum, maybe? I guess in my living room. I will I just... think so. That would be nice. <laughs> or in my bedroom, like over my bed, so I can just watch it and kiss it goodnight. Yeah, just give it a push and a spin every now and again. Exactly. Giving some extra fan in my, in my room. Cornelia, thank you so much for chatting and all the very best this year. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. So that's three from three of the artists of 2022 here on this week's episode of the Eurotrip. A big thanks to Cornelia for joining us or sort of just joining you and that other podcast you're doing. Yeah, all right. You're lucky you got any of her at all. <laughs> Let me tell you, she is a woman very much in demand here in Turin. But yeah, fantastic to hear from her. Also fantastic to hear from the guys from We Are Domi as well and from Stefan from Estonia. And to be quite frank, I'm amazed that I've got this far because I mentioned it earlier on, I got up at 3am this morning and the fact that I'm still able to produce coherent sentences when actually most weeks I'm not is a miracle in itself. So maybe I should do the podcast on this little sleep more often. I was going to say that is remarkable. I'm checking the time. 16 hours ago, your alarm would have gone off this morning. So that is a big fair play to you. So thanks to you, Rob. Thanks to everyone who joined us on the podcast. And thanks, of course, to Dominica for that lovely slice of cake you had. Absolutely. Uh, Dominica doesn't know it, but this is absolutely my dinner. So <laughs> one of the most nutritious meals I've had just to kickstart my time here in Turin. And next time you hear from us here on the Eurotrip, I won't be the only one in this fair Italian city. Yeah, so, so excited to be joining Rob out in Turin on Saturday. That's where I'm going to arrive. And then the following day on the Sunday, that's when our daily coverage is going to begin. We're going to bring you an episode on the Sunday, the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, the Thursday, the Friday and the Saturday, bringing you all the best coverage to prepare you for Eurovision 2022. And as they start hoovering the venue around me, I think it's probably time for me to say goodbye. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I think so. And to try and find somewhere to eat a bit more of a nutritional meal. So until we join you again on Sunday, that's just four days away. Don't forget, you can keep in touch with us online. We are at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Hello at EurotripPodcast.com on the email. And you can read all of our exclusive stories over on EurotripPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and rate us five stars. From me, James, it's goodbye. And from me, Rob, it's goodbye. Oh, this is delicious. Is it? Mm. What's that sort of yellowy gold thing on the top? I think it's a gold chocolate button. Is it? Mm. Mm. Oh, lovely.
Oh, that's from a faggy. <laughs> Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.